Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to The Scoop. It's 2017, but you know we're going to give you more of the great shows that we do here on The Scoop. So I hope you guys are ready. hope you sit back. You're sitting back. You're buckled up. You're ready to go. This is a new year, new you. So we are going to get it cracking. Before I do that, let me say what's up. Uh, tonight we got sitting in with us uh, my good friend, and you guys should know her by now, Miss Kelly Johnson, CEO of Curvy Kitten. What's going on, Kels? How you doing? What up? I'm good. Good, good. How good to you? have you in the house. Good to have you in the house. And of course, I got glad to be here. Girl, Ms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a good show tonight. Good show tonight. So. And of course, I got none other than Mr. Keisha Booth. How you doing, Keisha? I'm wonderful. Yeah. 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 Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Yeah. So we're gonna get started, but before we do that, Cuzzo's gonna be joining us in a little while. Uh, before we get started, two things. Number one, we're gonna give a huge happy birthday to uh, Miss Shaquille Willis. Uh, who is celebrating tonight. So happy birthday, Q. Hope you enjoyed your birthday. Um, and then, yeah, and then y'all know what we do before we get started. So real quick, start up.
All right, let's go ahead and jump into the news tonight. Uh, again, we are back 2017, y'all. So let's go ahead and jump into um, this topic tonight. But before we do that, we're going to hit up some news real quick. So, Miss Keisha, what we got in the news? Okay, so y'all been missing me for like two weeks, so I have to take it back a little bit. To the to the the end of sixteen, and then we're gonna jump into the seventeen, but not so much. Okay, so look, a few things happened while we were gone that I just got to. Um, I must address, but I think that the beauty of the timing is everything on this one. So over the holiday season, there was a little bit of a situation amongst. Um, the leaders of the black community. Yes, the hotel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, so Dr. Umar Johnson, yes, him, and um, another community community leader, Dr. General City. Mm-hmm. They had major beef, and I believe it was super ego. You know what I mean? Um, between the two of them that made it just so hard to be uh, a member of what is called the black conscious community, the hotel community. I mean, they got a bunch of different the RBG community, just the people that are simply pro-black because this is one of those moments where it just looked like y'all ain't nothing but a bunch of Others arguing over, you know what I'm saying? Um, some things that you just, yeah. So I, I was very disappointed, and I am, I'm very grateful that Omar went back, and he actually deleted all of those YouTube videos. You can't even find them if you click on them; it's, it's, it's not available no more. Um, so he, uh, I, I hope that they had a conversation on how this was. Uh, negatively affecting the mind of the people, and this was not the direction that we need to go in. Um, yeah, this is not the the uh, direction that we needed to go in as a people. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, it was really disheartening. Really, it was it was sad actually. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah, it was. And, you know, it just looked like they was having breakdown after breakdown. They got to talking about each other personally in ways that, to me, it just seemed like it was an ego thing, you know. And whenever we allow ego, uh, I actually just took a class on what ego is and things. Uh, Whenever we allow ego to overtake um, self, then there's automatically a problem. You know, and I think that's all that was happening. I mean, they literally threw out every word that everybody that's against mm-hmm. the conscious community um, could throw. Like, they called each other conscious pimps. You know what I'm saying? I, like, it was like, what in the world are you doing? It's like 
black people calling each other niggas in a derogatory way. Like right. you are using the words that have been um, hand chosen to degrade you, to degrade each other. Why right. are you doing this? <laughs> like, why? Right. right. So I know you saw the video. What did you think? Um, and how do you think that, that they bounce back from that other than just deleting the videos, making statements like, we sorry, and moving on. But, you know, because that's how men do when men fight, but we ain't going to talk about that yet. When I saw the video, I was, you know, I mean, you know, I was, I was, I was saddened by the video because I, I thought that, um, that these are two, I don't know the other gentlemen as well as I know Dr. Umar, but they were, they're leaders in their community. And so, my statement, my initial statement was, this is not something that, as a people, we need. Whether you agree with the conscious mute movement or not, um, this is not what, um, that's not what was needed. And so um, I wanted to make sure that that was, that, that was really how I thought. I felt like, man, this, this ain't what we need. And so I hope that they can get, now to get, how do they move forward? I think they move forward by, by starting to do stuff together. Um, and realizing that they're stronger together than um, they are apart. You know what I mean? Like, like even if you, even if, and it's the same thing I've been, you know, you and I, well, we've had this conversation several times, and that is even, but we've had this conversation in terms of, um, the, like, the Nation of Islam versus the Christian Church. Like, just because I don't necessarily agree with certain parts of your views doesn't mean I don't agree with the fact that we can't work together to improve our community. I think they need to focus on that, and that's how you move forward, how they how they recover from something like that. I would agree. Kelly, hey, Kelly. Kelly, what's your Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all pretty much covered it. Um, it's a lot of things about uh, that video um, made me feel like uh, I'm, I'm looking for the right word, but it, it just I felt almost uh, like it was a uh, a ploy at first, mm-hmm. um, but then you could tell how you could tell how passionate they were and what they were saying and using all the wrong words and all that kind of stuff. And I, and I mean, it, I guess sad is like Winfrey said, it, it, it made me sad, but I mean, it like made me almost feel betrayed almost because, you know, I would always um, try to support um, at least Dr. Umar. I would try to try to support him and, you know, kind of follow where he would be, you know, read all of his teachings and things like that. So, I guess that it's just kind of disgusting and it kind of felt like a betrayal, but um, I saw the video of of the, I guess, next event he had. Um, and so, you know, he presented himself as usual then. But, yeah, it, I just felt like sickened by that, the back and forth. So did, let me ask, did they, have, did, did they wind up having a debate? Not to my knowledge. Okay. I didn't think I didn't, you, I didn't see the other guy. The other day, you could have googled Dr. Umar, and the the videos came right up. Now, this was it was supposed to happen. The actual between the two of them was supposed to happen on Friday. Um, right. 
But now if you Google either one of them, you won't find nothing except articles about why it was damaging to the community and uh, moving forward. So (laughs) they have basically removed all, which is real good. I wish some people would pay attention to how to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have uh, removed all evidence, yes, of (laughs) this beef and and moved on. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all need to do that with your messages to your baby daddies. (laughs) But... um, (laughs) <laughs> but yes, but it looks like they I mean, so maybe they actually did uh sit down and look at each other, but the the conviction that would come from that. You have to think. Um if you have a scheduled event, you have people who have paid uh to be or scheduled to be at that event and they expect for you to come and and stand in a leadership role. And you have called someone out there, unless you literally um, man up in that very moment and say, you know what, it ain't worth it, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why we got to be supposed to be working for the same cause, which I feel um, that should have been the play. Um, Yeah. I mean, ain't nobody, you know, if it would have been something negative, it would have been all over the Internet. It would have been on the Internet already. But because yeah. I feel that it was something positive, all we see is a blackout of the incident. Yeah. That's because well, that's all I'm seeing is a blackout. It definitely would have been good to see to see the you know, the whatever the restoration portion of that of that discussion if there ever was. So what they you know, literally what what you said they could do or should do in my opinion, what would be really good is to do, you know, to just do a video together, like, hey, look, we know, you know what I mean, we know, we know what happened, blah, 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 you know, or just come out, literally just come out with saying, listen, together, these are, you know, this is our, um, you know, three-point plan to, to move forward for the next year, whatever, you know what I mean, so something together, and they don't even have to mention the incident, but the mere fact that they are on video together, I think would help, kind of similar to, um, what happened when Jamal Bryant and um, what was his name? Um, the Jamal Bryant and the guy didn't their first meeting didn't go well, and then they turned around and did a video of them working together. So it kind of restored that previous moment to where it made it seem like even if they weren't working together, uh, KP KP Boom is it, is it KP Boom or something? I think or something like that. Um, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But they, with something Boom. I remember they worked together. <laughs> it, was, it was close. I'm close, but they uh, but they worked together and did something to make it seem like you know okay. Even though we and they they openly admitted we don't agree on everything, but we agreed that you know that working for you know the betterment of our people is our goal, and so we're gonna do these things together. So I think that was cool. Mm-hmm. They should do something like that. Mhm. I agree. Totally agree. Okay, so we have another story that is motivating. Um, there was a four black girls movement, if you remember. Um, it was like 2014 ish. Uh, before we had black girls rock more than anything, but this one is kind of. Similar but different. 
So they're actually going to relaunch the Four Black Girls movement um, that basically highlights the overall natural beauty of black women. Um, not just the ph- philanthropic, mm-hmm, $5 word, activities <laughs> of African-American women, but just owning and loving and displaying our own beauty, which honestly 2016 was a beautiful mahogany year for us. Um, so many women embracing their natural hair, natural beauty, loving their melanin is popping, you know. Um, but because, uh, you know, we don't have, we won't have our first lady, Michelle Obama, standing there to remind you, hey, baby, you're beautiful anymore. So we'll, we'll, we'll need that positive reinforcement for more of our little black girls. So um, they're relaunching their effort. Now, this is spearheaded by Ruby Taylor. Um, she's an alumni of Howard University. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> You know, and um, she works with two other MSWs, uh, Shaniqua Gay and Natalie Mead, in this effort. They actually have a documentary out right now called Beautiful Me. And um, in celebration of this documentary and the Black Girl Beauty Movement, um, they'll be having a, what is it called? A Beautiful Me Day, the Augusta Savage Day of Beauty, on September 24th of this year. So if, you know, you're interested in doing something like this, I I speak life that uh, Keela might be able to get there and do some um, elegance by design movements over there. But uh, I think it would be, yeah, yeah, I think that would be a wonderful place for her to be a vendor. so they made it available for, um, yeah, they, uh, what is it? Their website is fourblackgirls.org. Um, so you'll be able to get all the information about the event um, there and what else they're doing to promote the four black girls, love the beauty, love yourself, um, and the skin that you're in movement that they are on. I'm, I like this type of stuff. Can you tell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that being said, what do you think that uh, we? Because I see it a lot in the school, so I have to ask a tangent question. Yeah. Oh Lord. Mhm. Yeah, you ain't ready. You ain't ready. Get ready, because you should always stay ready. So you ain't got to get ready when it's time to be ready. Now, <laughs> what what do you think? Um. Black women should do more of to empower themselves as far as loving and and, and feeling more empowered. That's the word of the day. Winfred, you know what I ask you first? Go to Kelly. Go to Kelly first. I don't know. I I'm about to say you you gonna help a brother out real quick, but you're not gonna get back past <laughs> on this, bro. Phone a friend, right? Phone a friend. Can he? Do you want to help, like? Yes, right. Jesus, go ahead, dear. No, but um, <laughs> I, what I what I what I really think that 
uh, black women can do, and, and, and it should be really easy. It just start to um, encourage each other, and while you're in do, while you're encur- encouraging someone else, you have to, uh, you know, encourage yourself. And I think that we spend a lot of time being strong and and trying to um, fight the world alone, basically, for mm-hmm. lack of you know better term when we're so much stronger together and I think black women as strong as as some of the the black women I know and I work and see and work with every day like we can take the world over if we all you know just unified and help each other out and you know I think reaching out to you know uh, younger black women and just even with these movements, just trying to make them more interactive. Because those of us that are into that and like, yay, we're for that, you know, we keep going to these same events, and we, we're we already there. So we need to make sure we're engaging um, those young ladies that might not have, you know, witnessed that and, and might not be able to encourage others because they really haven't found themselves or really love themselves. So I think with the encouraging, you know, other black women and and encouraging ourselves to unify would uh would help move you know, move those movements along and, and help us do something like instead of just meeting up and being cool for one day and then going back the rest of the week and not you know, being any different. So See now you didn't hit on some stuff there. I should have been taking notes. Um, <laughs> we better together. We need to be consistent yeah. about our sisterhood contacts. We need to yeah. learn how to empower ourselves in order to empower one another. Yes, we should yes. do a whole other show on that. Yes, we got to. <laughs> I'm with it, but I totally agree. Ouch. Uh, because it's that's part of it, you know. If mm-hmm. I'm not all the way together, if I haven't worked on me enough, and the truth of the matter is, um, some of us I know personally, I'm forever a work in progress because I will never mm-hmm. accept that it's gonna ever be good enough. Which is why I think I'm gonna live for a very long time. Um, <laughs> so I'm always improving, always moving, working towards a better me. Because as long as the word better exists for me, there is better mm-hmm. to be had. You know what I mean? So I just want to to have a sister circle, per se, of people who want to be better as well at what they do. Because, mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. now I know this is a sad tangent, but I'm going to bring it back in two seconds. Too <laughs> often what we have is a fan base, and we have people who tend to copy what we do and they fail to realize that when they copy, they're not uh, they're not authentic. And so if you're not being your authentic self, then you are losing your individual tribe, your individual people, the people who need you to be who you are and only you. So eventually you end up going circling back because now i got to go back and get what I left trying to be you. 
Now, that ain't going to yeah. catch everybody. Somebody's going to figure it out later so y'all can hit that on replay. <laughs> um, but for real, it's your authenticity is what we, what the world desires. So if we just learn that who we are is enough, we'll be bad together. Like, And then we don't yeah. have to step on each other's toes because I know that I'm good at sewing, you good at the the pattern uh-huh. picking, you good at the sales, you good at the marketing, and I ain't got to do no marketing. That's your job, honey, and do it, do it well. Trust me, I'm not going to bother you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but we can build better communities if we all are willing to accept our area of expertise and not be the master of all things, like the umbrella. Uh-huh. But, yeah, mm-hmm. all of that. Did you come up with your answer? I did. You know, I don't, okay. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily. I think that my response is. I look at it. What I see. First of all, let me say this. I think you all do. Um, are doing when it comes to the area of business a phenomenal job of coming together um, as women in in groups and pockets. Uh, I think the problem. The problem is is that outside of the world of business, um, you all, women in general, are not, and I'm, I'm general, making a generalized statement, I think that you all have forgotten that, um, that when it comes to working together, that it's okay to not, uh, same thing we're talking about with Dr. Umar, it's, it's okay to have still be able to work together. Secondly, I think the other part that you guys have that makes it difficult is even is that is this whole relationship portion of unity, meaning the hidden the white the, the white elephant in the room is that most of y'all have already competed or a lot of you all and when you're working together in the same area have already tried to compete over the same man, and so because you have issues about your relationships with men, meaning everybody want to get married and it's only so few guys, um, that that sometimes can create a difference too uh, or a dissonance in the relationship. So I think I think realizing that, to, to Keisha's point, being yourself is okay and accepting wherever you are is totally okay is the start. And then being okay to be vulnerable to say that there are more things that I want or more things that I don't know or um, they're just, you know, it's just more to life than, not so much more life, but it's more to what I want than where I am, so to speak. I hope that makes sense, that it's, it's, it's okay. Like, it's, it's good. And I'm scared. What I'm scared for you all is is that you all are going to turn into men. Um, and that means mm-hmm. that you, you'll be so, let me say, well, I say that, you'll be so busy trying to compete <laughs> That you'll lose, yeah, so. your, you'll lose your emotion. You'll lose your femininity. You'll lose your, you know, what makes you magic. And that scares me for you all. And I've been, I've said this to you all several times that 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 y'all can't lose that. Y'all can't turn into angry people. And I'm scared for you all that so much competition is going to turn you into angry women. And we got enough angry men 
that we don't need angry women too. Like it's just gonna be a group of angry people who would just hate each other. And so that part scares me for you all. But I think y'all are doing again in terms of in pockets. I think you all do well. I just think that you have to expand a little bit further, be a little bit more um, uh, transparent, but at the same time, don't be afraid to not, like, don't be afraid to not be okay, but to be okay. I don't know if that even made sense to me. (laughs) Murph, Murph, Murph. Murph, Murph, Murph. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's tough because, like, on the one hand, you got to be strong. But I'm saying mm-hmm. in other areas, it's okay to be weak. Like, it's okay to not be. Like, you ain't got you ain't got to be Oprah. Like, you ain't got to be Oprah. You can just be you, and it's cool. And so you don't have to be, like, everybody ain't got to be Oprah. Everybody ain't got to be, you know, Lisa Nichols, everybody ain't got to be the same the same person that is void of emotion because that's not who you were created to be. And so be okay with being you. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, it's good. It's that's okay. Big it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please don't be me. That's not, not hot. Uh, no. No, <laughs> don't also. be me. I agree. And don't be me. Don't be me. Like, don't be me. No, don't, don't be don't him. Be don't be male. Oh. Like, I don't need any testosterone in my life. I need your, you know. Softness, sugar sweetness. Yeah. 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 I need, we need mm-hmm. that. That's what makes, that's what makes y'all, yeah. Well, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Continue to create the environment with sugar sweet work. Because if you, hallelujah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, who's Caprindo? Yeah, Funny. we gonna. <laughs> Funny. Uh, hilarious. Hilarious. I'm not doing this today. We're not doing I, this today. Yeah. We're not doing this today. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm segwaying. I'm segwaying right into it because I need to hear something that's going to break up that thought that came through my mind so I can stay soft and sweet. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So this song, yes, is that, is this Marquee X? I don't think I never introduced this song before because Marquee, oh, yes. Okay, then. Joe Caprendo. I like this song, though. I really do. Yeah, me too. It's just enough Spanish for me to understand. That means I comprehend, I got it. Hola, como estas? That's how you doing. No hablo mucho, that means I don't speak it fluent. No en mi casa, de Kimbe. Sling it out of here, Roberto Clemente. Let me go ahead and speed it up, dude. It's a high mighty guy that we look up to. Down here, I don't know what I would do. 
Let me explain something to you. I got a love that flows so deep. Keeps them running back to you, cause you run it through me. To my head, to my feet. Yeah. Dance and get it. Dance and get it. Dance I follow you to the end of the earth, though. I praise you with my knees in the dirt, though. I praise you, I'ma put your name first, though. I know I got a pretty word. Hold on to the pain and I hurt, though. Save me, that's a brand new birth, though. Dance and get it. Dance and get it. I just need more of you, and I need a um, score. You're my heart, you're my love. You wear it, me and more Get on my, get on my Stomach, my the feet Oh, for Share my love for the most I got Cause he kept you this Oh, that's a true friend zone. Oh, yes, he is Take the clues Dancing in the end zone Can't contain this info If you love him And you truly understand Say, yo comprendo Yo comprendo Say, yo comprendo Yo comprendo Yo comprendo Yo comprendo. Yo comprendo. Hold on, wait a minute, let me help out. Praise one, that's what we finna talk about. Got it to the devil, time to move around. How your levels, how your devils, gotta kick them out. Like, yeah, get up out of here. Don't you know I got the spirit in me? Holding it close to the Lord, I say, see? Ain't no room for the foolery, so visit the Yaki. And he's holding me closer. Bible's my closure. Follow your word like I'm supposed to. Army of the most high soldier. And you keep filling me cup till me cup run it over. Knocking out the park to me Sosa. Tengo el fuego del Espíritu Santo. I got the Holy Ghost fire. And I need you now. Necesito ahora. Te seguiré. Te seguiré. I follow you through the big and the little and everything that's in the middle. Touch my heart and make me giggle when it gets real hard. I just put it in a riddle. That's a gift from God. Put a song on me. for a song. You know me and God. We be in our own zone. Te I just need more of you and I need a on course. You're my heart, you're my love. Do it as me or more. Get on my, get on my, stop in my city. You're my love for the most high God, cause he kept you this far. Oh, that's a true friend. Oh, yes, he is. Victor Cruz dancing in the end zone. Can't contain this info. If you love him and you truly understand, say, you're complaining. Yo comprendo. Yo comprendo. Yo comprendo. Yo Como tú llamas, he already knows that. Get face to the world like, hey, yo, hold that. How huh? I'm on a mission, gotta listen, demolition. Is what they wanna see when they look at his position. Donde esta, don't matter where you at. Get down on your knees, hey, Lord, let's chat. Look, I've been forgiven, my savior has risen. With him is my vision, I'm focused on living. His life he has given, I made my decision. I'm done with division, I'm out of this prison. Do you really understand what he sacrificed for? He gave us his all just so we could have more. Te amo, te amo. But I cannot lie, Lord, I have been selfish. I've fallen, I sin, but you come again, still helping the helpless. Yo comprendo, I'm brand new, I understand that. And every time they say my God won't, I just look at them like stand back, stand back. Ven aquí, ven aquí, my God's alive, yeah, you heard from me. They saying God's dead like they know, but what they don't know is he rose. But if you think he is, then we'll raise him up like it's Dia de los Muertos. I give you all the praise and all the glory. Yes, my book, but your story. Yeah, no, we messed up, but Jesus died for your sins, though. So I'ma praise his name just to show him your comprendo. Yo, Cause he kept you this Oh, that's a true friend Oh, yes, he is Victor Cruz dancing in the end zone Can't contain this info If you love him and you truly understand Say, yo comprendo Yo comprendo Say, yo comprendo 
So each year I'm striving toward, you know, making that happen. So increasing exposure and, and hitting that money goal. Okay. Okay. Keisha, what about you? Okay, yeah. Um, so for Kinky and Classy right now, I'm looking more into letting that baby walk on its own. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, most of my clients are very exclusive, so I don't intend on losing those clients. It's fairly consistent. Anything that I do with that would be more like vendor events or um requested parties with down payments so it's not something that I'll be pushing as much. Um uh no. And then Champion Your Scars this year is probably gonna be a little bit bigger than it ever has because the the my downtime has been structure. So now I have a structure and a format and a flow um from doing the program and on it extended scale for like I think I did a 16 week class with those ladies from Grand Rapids um, just to get my deltas and to see how much change this program can actually cause mm-hmm. um, I, I, it, it added value um, for me and so this year I intend to allow that to develop even more um, to I don't know, to put myself out there a little bit more. Lord knows I don't Mm -hmm. like videos, but you guys will see those in both areas. And to allow my tribe to migrate towards. Wait, we have a a Kinky Classy video this show? Yes, yes, the Kinky Classy videos. Like, for example, I think it'll be starting on next week. Wait, yeah, starting next Saturday the 14th, I do a 30-day push for Valentine's Day. So I'll be, you know, uh, having little short clips or posting videos that already exist for items that I carry, um, for items that may not be on my website, but I still carry. I have a whole lot of lot, lot, lot of items that are not even on my website. So it'll just be, you know, those type of informative videos made available to people um, just to kind of get that mindset going for that. But then on the other side, um, for champion, you'll see more videos of me uh, being who I am, um, and and letting that sister girl part of me be a little better illustrated, you know, um, and, and allowing that to be what draws my crowd to me. And when they do come, I'm already ready already um, for any and everything that they need versus me having been done this and then, you know, fumbling and falling a little more than I would have to at this point. So now it's, it's you know, each one is taking their own little step up. Even with um, the youth organization, now that uh, I and Marcus are working on that together, you know, it's getting even more steam because it's a um, a dream for both of us to be able to mm-hmm. take those, the incomes and, filter it back through the community and assist in the elevation of the mind of the youth. So everything is taking one nice step up. Some things might jog or do a little trot, you know, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. it's all uh, going to higher levels this year. So this should be pretty cool. 
Okay. Did that answer your question? Yeah, it is. You answered. You answered. So what type of uh well, okay, so according to this article, the seven the seven secrets are uh well let me sorry, let me back up. Since I asked the question, let me answer. Uh my co- my goals this year um for um Global Drive Network is to increase the number of live events that we have. Um so last year we did uh three two. We did two two live events last year. So my goal is to increase them and do at least uh four. Um I really would rather I really want to do more than that. Um which we it looks like as of today we will. So um that's that's definitely one. Um, I also want to create programming for every day of the week. So right now we've got shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and every other Thursday. Um, so I want to make the Thursday show full-time. We're developing a show right now um, on for Saturdays. So now I just need to – I'm just kind of working on one for Friday and Sunday. Um, and then obviously expanding our listenership to all of the shows, on all of the shows. So um, – and then we, with Nouveau Exposure, um, I want to at least double um, our current listenership. So um, that's those are my goals for that. For Money Mentor, obviously, um, same thing, more events, uh, more business events. And so what I've done is I've um, we have uh, coupled those events with the Global Drive events. So for those who don't understand what I mean is usually when we go to a city, we have a Global Drive Live event relationship forum, and that's it. But this year we're going to do both. We'll do a, um, a financially or business event and um, the relationship forums. So we'll do them all at the same time so I can kind of kill two birds with one trip. I won't say stone, but trip. So, so that, um, build my email list. Um, so that's a daily thing. Um, and then I started charging this year, which, you know, I started charging – um, for pretty not everything, but pretty much for everything, um, because my time is now has a value to it, and so uh, my private Facebook group is, has a charge. Um, my you know um, I still give plenty of free content, and I definitely give way more value for the price that I'm charging. But I need I need to start establishing that there is a value to what I do. Um, so, um, yeah, so I started doing that. Um, clothing line, yeah, clothing line, same thing. Um, I'm actually in the process of, um, well, I can't say that, that part yet, but same thing, just like with <laughs> Kelly, we're trying to do more, do more stuff to have a revenue goal uh, for the clothing line this year that I've got to do. Um, so, yeah, th- those are pretty much my goals. Plus, I got a Bible study that I started. <laughs> yeah, we thought you got like 10,000 goals. Mm. Well, so, so here's the other the other part of it is what makes it as cool is because in the process of doing all of this, and I guess this kind of gets into the article a little bit, is I realized that I had to bring on some people to help. So you know, because I can't, I can't do this. So, and I still need to bring on more people. Don't, don't get it twisted. So, if anybody would love to help, I'm definitely in the in the market for some help. 
Um, but um, so I have people, you know, like with the scoop, our student with Global Drive Network, you know, we've got a team. So everybody for their own shows has their own stuff that they have to do. Um, with the scoop group, you know, obviously we've got people who manage that that I don't necessarily have to be as hands-on, um, and we're still in the process of bringing on more people to do that. Excuse me. Like, um, so I'm, I'm learning to kind of let go of some stuff and, you know, and give people like Rashad and other people the liberty to, to do it. You know, that's what leaders do. You, you train them and let them go. And so I'm kind of trying to do that more um, this year. Um, yeah. I also want to develop another magazine. So, we're you know, we're working through that. And we've got somebody who's, you know, kind of in somewhat of a training period with Sharonda to learn how to do that stuff. So it's always something. But I'm looking – I look at this, you know, five years down the road to see what this – you know, that this could be – that this is huge. So I've got to – manage that process but at the same time let people grow in order for it to get to that so and not kill myself in the process so <laughs> very important yeah I, I want to live to see it <laughs> I want to live to see it <laughs> so yeah so what this article talks about um, is um, the seven the seven things it talks about and, I, and I'm kind of interested to see if you ladies have done this with your own business, with your own businesses, excuse me, or with your own goals. Um, the first thing it talks about is making your goals uh, specific. So it's called, you know, making SMART goals. Um, SMART being specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-sensitive. Um, so uh, are your goals um, specific enough? So if you just say, I want to lose, you know, I want to grow my revenue number, um, do you have an actual number that you can put towards that goal? So if you say, I want to make $100,000 in my business this year, um, then that's, a, that's specific. They measure, and it's also measurable. Um, and so it gives you the opportunity to measure. Obviously, you know what the goal is. You can measure along the way um, you know, to see if you're going to hit it. The A, obviously, being um, attainable. Is it a goal that's attainable for you? Because if you know your first year out of out of business, excuse me, first year in business, and you're saying, "Well, I want to make two point five million dollars," and this is your first year, you have no products, you have absolutely nothing. Is that really a, an attainable goal um, for you, or are you, you know, out of the gate? Are you hurting yourself by making a goal that's not that's not you know even wise? Then relevant, obviously, does it fit your business and what your business is trying to do? Uh, because if you're in clothing, you know, then you saying that you want to, you know, do something that has absolutely nothing to do with clothing, um, are your action, you know, this really doesn't do anything. And then time sensitive, do you create a time? So do you say, I want to hit X revenue goal by, you know, said date? So are, do you ladies have those for your business, or I mean, have you have, during the, your planning process kind of give me an idea of how you how you do that? Because I'm sure that you guys do that. Um, well, uh, for, yeah. uh, Go ahead, Kenny. I'm sorry, <laughs> for, uh, Kirby Kitten, um, what I did was basically, um, the, uh, amount of revenue from, uh, prior year and multiplied it, you know, actually, basically 
I multiplied it by 5% increases per quarter. It's just something that I just came up with that I thought I could reach. Um, and then, you know, just added it all together to come with a specific number. But uh, the reason I broke it down into four sections is just so, again, making it more as specific as I can. So I can know when I can measure it. I can know when I'm on track. I can know when I'm falling off within that quarter. And if I have to make up what I lost in the first quarter, I can already know, okay, second quarter, I'm going to have to push because I missed this the first quarter. So uh, yeah. that's basically what I did to come up with my specific number. Now, do you, Kelly, let me ask you this. Now, I know this is year two. Yeah, this is year two for us. So yeah. are you, um, do you, when you do that, are you accounting also for seasonality? Because I know, you know, there are seasons, and Keisha, you did, I know in, in your business, I'm sure there's a, a, a seasonality. Are you at the point where you can make your, you know, you make your goals towards that too, or is it just, do you keep like a linear, a linear goal? My goal is give money. I'm a natural born hustler. What do you mean? <laughs> So you I, just say, I, mean, I, you know, I was gonna say I mean, well, minus along the same line. I mean, even as specific as it is, at the end of the day, I want to make um I wanna make that goal regardless. So for I guess the the only reason I would uh incorporate seasonality into anything would be just uh, to reduce what I'm spending when it's out of season or something like that. But as far as, uh, you know, hitting those numbers that I need to hit, I'm not really taking into account of the season. So I kept it equal all the way through. But that okay. did give me a good idea for next year. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. my two hottest season to be a little bigger and uh, to already prepare for that. So that is a very okay. good point. But, no, I don't I, – I didn't really take it into account – uh, when I was uh, creating that budget. Okay. And again, some, some businesses don't have to. I just, I wonder because I know, you know, in my, um, like, for example, I know that come the beginning of the year, everybody wants to try to fix their money. And mm-hmm. no matter how hard we try, let's just be honest, at the end of the year, don't nobody want to talk about it because I can talk to my blue <laughs> in the face and tell people, and tell people don't spend, don't spend money you don't have, don't spend money you don't have. But little Johnny come to you and be like, but mommy, I want this GI Joe plastic thing that I won't use after the next. They gonna buy it. And so my reality is, I when I plan, I don't necessarily plan to do a ton of that kind of stuff in fourth quarter. Um, I look more to fourth quarter, first quarter, or I'm looking more towards business owners as opposed to um, individuals because I know, again, individuals are in, you know, our kids, they get us every time when it comes to Christmas. And if we're not prepared for it, you know, some people are not going to not get their child a Christmas gift no matter what I say. Um, they're going to swipe their credit card. So. You know, so I, I just think I look at it toward in that kind of in that kind of light. So, Keisha, do you like in, even in your industry, do you see a little lot of that? Because I can imagine like fourth quarter will probably be a, a better quarter for you because you know holiday gift season and you know. Actually, um, it varies. Um, okay. My first 
and the fourth quarter usually match because of Valentine's Day, Sweetest Day. The fourth quarter okay. has a little more oomph um, because of Christmas and New Year's. Um, but my second quarter is usually fair, and that's because of Mother's Day and Father's Day. Um, okay. And the summer is all about the hustle. So if I'm out being seen, it's money made. Okay. If I'm not, which due to circumstances far beyond my control, I may not be this year. Um right. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know what I'm saying, that that can be very slight to none. So, you know, yeah. that's that's more of my business's market analysis than something that I can actually plan for because my initial, uh, well, not my initial year, but the second year, there were a lot more vendor events available um, okay. that were hosted yeah. by uh, companies, you know what I'm saying? And so that made it look like it would be great money all year long. But when it comes down to standing alone, that's what I have to build my my um, my my projections on, you know what I'm saying, is okay. what I do without uh, other companies' assistance, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, gotcha. that might have been too much for your question. Sorry. No, 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 that's, that's, that's actually exactly what I was asking. Okay. And now, do you all, let me ask you, because I know some people do this, some people don't. Do you all actually, like, wipe this stuff out? Some people are into the, you know, write it out, some people don't. Do you all wipe this stuff out, your goals out, or do you? Just kind of like I, I want to go to you know I'm not a huge 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 um, like I don't y'all know I hate vision boards so I'm I, I, yeah but I do write out a PowerPoint presentation and I just can't do no vision board I'm sorry I can't I can't. I tried. Yeah, I tried to do it. I said, I tried to do it. Let me try this vision board. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It's a hard to crack. I prayed. I couldn't do it. I was looking at magazines and everything like, no, I can't do it. Mm -mm. Um, Yeah, I I write mine down. And uh, usually multiple times. Because when I'm – I don't sleep, and so when I'm, the creativity might hit me at 2.30 in the morning, and uh, I have a little notepad mm-hmm. by the bed, and then it might, something might hit me at work, and I have that same little notepad that's in my purse, so I got my, and it's crazy, so my, <laughs> my business plan for the year is probably like on eight little stationary notepads <laughs> that I still need to okay. grab all together and like type it up. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I do I do write it down, um, and then eventually I you know type it. And I, now what I have done better now, <clears throat> excuse me, is use the notes on my phone. Since yeah. my phone is always with me, so let me having all these papers that I have to gather up and then have to type. I've been doing a lot of just you know jotting it down on the note and then just going ahead and emailing it to myself or whatever, and you know having it to cut and paste into like my documents my uh legal documents. So um I I did take that initiative to start doing that better probably the last couple of months here. Okay. So, but. All right. The second thing it talks about is it talks about measuring uh progress. It talks about that uh making sure that you measure your progress. It says if you can measure it you can change it. 
Um, meaning, obviously, like we talked about previously, you know, if, if you have something where you, if you have a goal, you know, you know Kelly, I think you said it earlier that you got to, if you're not hitting it, you know, you got to increase something over here or increase up mail so you can, you know, or decrease up so you can make sure you hit your goal. So I, that's pretty much what it's talking about. The third thing it says is uh, to be patient. So it's saying that you got to, you know, because sometimes you got to understand, I know we're all probably, I would say, type A personality, but we've got those personalities where we are high achievers. And so because we're high achievers, you know, sometimes it's very difficult for us to, you know, not hit a goal. And so um, <laughs> so it's telling yeah. us, to listen, sometimes we got to just be patient. And that's the truth. We just got to be patient sometimes and, you know, and know that all this work is going to eventually sometimes pay off. Um, then the fourth thing that talks about is sharing your goals. I'm going fast now because I know you got to go to break in a second. Um, share your goal with friends and family. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you have a support system. Um, who will definitely help you. And you guys know I'm a big proponent of your well, is what I call it, um, but making sure that you have the right people on your well. So people who will pour into you, people who will support your business, and we do a pretty good job of that, um, I think. Um, so number five number five thing is schedule it, making sure that um, because what we talked about was scheduled, what gets scheduled gets done, um, so you want to make sure again that if you've got a, if you've got something you want to do that you take time out for it or you make the time for it um, because then you'll have, it's a lot better you have a lot better chance to do it. Number six it says um, something is better than nothing, meaning that you know how um, if we don't hit the goal that we want and we fall short, um, some of us are very difficult myself, very difficult for myself so on ourselves. So if we say you know, that we've got to, basically we've got to appreciate that even if we didn't, you know, lose 50 pounds, the fact that we lost 25 pounds is a good thing. Um, and so, you know, any effort, any effort towards your goal is better than no effort at all. So, um, and then number seven is get up when you slip up. Being that if you make a mistake, obviously don't stay down, get back up and make sure um, that you keep going because uh, even if you have a temporary, again, a temporary slip up, it doesn't mean you still can't hit your goal. But it, um, and if you don't hit it, it doesn't mean that you can't at least make significant progress towards your goal um, because um, because you got back up. So those are the seven things that the article talks about. And I'll post I'll post the article um, as well for, for those who want to read it. Um, but I thought it was a pretty cool I thought it was a pretty cool article. So um, for that it was yeah. All right, so we're gonna go ahead real quick and take a break. Um, and then after we take our break, Lord, it's hot topic time. Um, so, yeah, hot topic. Gonna, yeah, so this is going to be interesting. So I hope you guys tune in. I want to definitely hear what you guys say. And, and anything we're talking about, if you have a, a question or a comment, you guys know you can always call in um, to us at 929-477-2304. That's 929-477. Two three zero four, and press the number one to let us know that you have a question um, or a comment, and we will get you on. So um, here we go. So this next song we've got, we ain't heard this one in a while. Excuse me. This is um, Silicon Valley by uh, Rashad's one of Rashad's favorites, uh, Miss Rochelle. So uh, we'll be right back after Silicon Valley, and we're going to jump into Hot Topic after this. Not fair, not fair, fair, fair. 
yourself can be the greatest gift given to you and to the world. So outside of God's love, our first and last love is self-love. So what they try to do, what they, their goal is to help empower and mentor young people um, through dance, through um, community service, um, and through uh, teaching them how to love themselves. So I'm going to post a link um, to their Facebook page. I want you guys to go to it and like it and get involved. If you're in the Oklahoma City area, um, we want to see you guys go and support Fly because this is a very good organization. Um, It's a young organization, but it's a good organization that's really doing some good work in mentoring our young men and our young women. Um, So um, I'll post the information on our page, and I want you guys to go out and support them. So I look forward to hearing more from Fly this morning as they were our uh, business winners of the month. All right, so hot topic. We asked the question in the school group. Um, well, I didn't ask the question. The question was asked, um, and I'll give credit. I, I'll give credit to Mr. Baldwin. He asked the question, ladies, keep it 100. Would you like yourself honestly? And I expanded the question to ask it to men and women. Uh, and some of the responses that we got were pretty interesting. But before we jump to the response from the group, let me ask, uh, Keisha, what did you think about, what did you think about the question? What did I think about the question of would I marry myself? Yeah, I mean, what did you think, of, what, what did you think about the responses to the question, really? Okay, before the question the- itself is very cute. It is. For somebody who... <laughs> may not actually think about that type of stuff, it might cause them, I hope, I mean, because I was looking at some of the responses, which it was just sad a little bit um, to me. You know, I, I just be confused by so many contradictions of life. Um, but I hope that it, huh, but I hope that uh, some of the women and I say that because 79.9% of the people who actually comment in the scoop are women. So it seems like it's just a female gang up in there some days. But I hope that some of them take a moment to actually reflect on their responses to many of the other posts when they think of what they marry themselves and be honest. Um, Yeah. So for me, the question is a beautiful question because it makes you reflect on the type of person that you are. Um, but but what I'm seeing, because of how I see, is a lot of fake. Oh, wait a minute. Step back. Mm-hmm. Go with that. Go, go with that. You go, no, yeah, that's what you, go with that. Rashad said now, it. It's fake. Blame me. Now, Thou shalt not egg on the petty, but it, the petty is readily available on this because um, some people don't realize that it, your your lack of consistency is evident. All we have to do is search your name, baby, in the group, and everything that you've commented on comes up. And it, you don't have mm-hmm. to be an administrator um, to mm-hmm. do this. And so... Mm-hmm. You you really just need to just be consistent and stop lying to yourself. Um, for some of y'all, some of y'all was brutally honest, 
and I appreciated the brutality and hope that when you were writing that, you started to see um, and develop a plan to change those things about yourself um, so that you can get better. But um, for the just stop being fake, and then maybe just maybe you can have a real relationship. I mean, I don't understand how you bring a crayon um, into uh, the, the university. You know what I'm saying? You have to have a pen. Get your utensils together. You got to get yourself together. You are your master utensil. And if you are sitting here acting like a pen, but you're really a crayon, you know, it's 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 just terrible. I have many That's other words. Right. And, and y'all know that this is the censored version. Yes, I, yes. I, you just touched me in my hebo. <laughs> All in my shondo. <laughs> Robo bo. Go, 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 go. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, yes. But, you know, Pastor WB ain't going to be as brutal as I am. But I have to be honest, I will. baby. I didn't, I didn't answer that question because I know that I love everything about Keisha. And if you can't get with it, you can get on. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey. Where I am right now or where I am when you meet me is where we start from. I am not a hard person. Well, I am hard to get along with sometimes. And sometimes I like that because I don't like people who are too easy. You know what I'm saying? It's just I know me. So, yes, I would love me because I love me before I could love anybody else. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, uh, that ain't the case for some of y'all. Yes, because I'm the bomb. How? <laughs> so, oh, so Rashad, what, what were you about to say? Well, I would say that, you know, uh, on the guy's perspective, um, I do appreciate the fact that there are more fellas starting to comment, way to start speaking, fellas. I do appreciate that they're uh, being honest for the most part. Because a good majority of the men's post said that, no, we wouldn't marry ourselves right now, and then detailed into why. So I, I respect the honesty, and I'm in that same token. No, I wouldn't marry me right now. One, because I'm not that vain to think about myself that high on the totem pole. And then two, um, I'm just not in the position to where I know that I want to be to be a presentable husband. So, no, I'm not ready for that right now. Um but I'm very so, bullable. You said, now, that's different. I'm so very bullable. I just think. You said that I asked the question to the guys. Um, like you said, a lot of the guys said no, but I asked the question, was it due to was it due to fight to money? And I think that a was. Uh, and I thought, I mean, what would you, how, what, what, what percentage? Uh, I would give it a 50-50. I would think that, you know, money has a lot to do with it, but at the same time, us as fellas, like I said, it seems at least off the perspective of the room, we're a little bit more honest about where we are in life. And um, without, you know, saying it out loud, if we creeps, then we creeps. If we, you know, jerks, we jerks. But we are admitting to it and keeping our hands in our pocket and saying, no, nah, I ain't ready for that one yet. I wouldn't do that for me yet. So I mean, you know, it's all it's all on the level of where that person is. I can say for myself, I know uh, I don't have the full maturity level yet to 100% be 
married to somebody yet. Like, I mean, I can swim through it and figure it out, but am I fully mature to the point where I understand how to operate in a mint? No. And a lot of it also has to do with, you know, proper training. A lot of us aren't, you know, trained to be married. Most of us have seen boyfriend and girlfriend our whole life. If that. So it's like, you know, to muster up the the science to be the perfect husband or even a proper husband comes with work and it comes with seeing somebody who was good at it, I think. Doesn't mean it is true, but that's just what I think. I think that, you know, a visual example of how it's done helps a tremendous amount. And um, I've been privy enough to see that a couple times, but here lately, not so much. So, I mean, I know... I'm not personally ready, so I can raise not raise my hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kels, what you think? Oh, oh, I've been waiting. No, not really. I just saw it. But um, <laughs> this I know. You know, people like to go back and forth about. Oh, the men said this and the women said that. But what I thought was interesting, and if anybody mentioned it, I missed it, was the fact that we know women for little girls want to get married, men, not so much. So that might be why all the men said no and all the women said yes. It might not be that they have all these character flaws. That's just something that's been ingrained in our minds since we were little. Men are supposed to play around. Women are supposed to want to get married. So I just thought that was interesting that nobody thought that that might have been why all the women said yes and all the men said no. Now, I said no because... I just wasn't feeling me today. But, you know, tomorrow it might be yes. <laughs> but I think that um, one of the things that men ignore about women, I know y'all understand it, but y'all ignore it, is that um, some women are emotional. So they might actually think they are bomb today. And they might not mm-hmm. be, but that's just because so we be in our feelings sometimes. So all women can't. <clears throat> you know, get past those feelings to to really see what's going on with them or to really even they think they're being deep but they're not even really being deep. They're just they're just saying what they think sounds cool. So uh um, what you say they you know, deep as a tear drop? Man but I think you know one of the <laughs> no, things that I didn't I, no, no, I didn't no. I think Go ahead. Go ahead, Kel. No, I was just saying, I think some, you know, some some people just aren't that deep anyway, but they just want to, you know, feel involved. So they think they're being deep because they're really thinking about what they think is the coolest thing to say. So they're like, well, I thought hard on this before I typed it or I deleted it three times before I hit post. So I got deep on that. So I'm just saying, I don't well, I think women are really trying to be fake. I think it's just there. It's just that some of us can't, you know, get ourselves out of that emotional state to really get to the root of the problem. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I was gonna, what I was going go to say is, on the guys' post, I asked a question that I didn't ask on the, on the ladies' post. Now that I think about it, um, well, on one of the guys to one of the responses, and I think one of the real questions that needed to be asked, and not in a bad way, um, was if you are ready, then why aren't you married? And so, um, and again, I don't think it's a bad question to ask or, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask that in the mean way when I ask it to the, 
the guy who I asked him to, but I'm concerned that, to your point, that people think that they're ready. And, yes, I understand. Let me preface. I understand that you can never completely be ready for marriage. I get that. I said on the post, but I do think that there are some basics that need to be in place um, before a person gets married. And so if you're saying that you think you have a good handle on those things, then why aren't you married? Because obviously there's nothing wrong with you, you know, so why why aren't you married? And so that's you what want I me think. Answer? You know, oh, I thought really that was a question. real question because I'm going to give you an answer. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's rhetorical. I, I'm going to ask it on the post, but I think one of the things that we, I think to answer my own question, <laughs> one, of the things we gotta, one of the things we have to realize is just because we believe that we're prepared to be married doesn't mean that we are. Or, in reality, it doesn't necessarily mean that you really should or are going to be married. It's not a bad, again, back to the business that we were talking about earlier about women in business, it's not a bad thing to want it, but um, I think when it becomes something that consumes us or when we get to the point where we are so blind to our um, bad spots, or that we don't say, okay, if I'm not right now, then let me just continue to do the work. Let me continue to do the things that I'm doing, and I'm okay, and it's cool. I, mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want anyone to feel like something is wrong with them because they're not married. Um, but at the same time, for the guys, I don't want guys to think that because I don't have, and this is, I'm, ta- I'm preaching to myself when I say this, that because I'm not where I'm supposed to be in certain areas that I shouldn't desire to be married either or that I'm not marriage material. So I think we've got to kind of figure out, you know, that healthy balance where we really are versus the reality of, you know, where we think we are versus where, we're, where we really are and understand that you know, we all still have some work to do, but, like, yeah, we got a lot of work to do. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> This is it's true. I mean, it's true. Like but seriously, no, it's, really, and what we got, it's it's a fair. It's fair. It is, and what we and and again, even with those questions, like, I and uh, you 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 might have uh, touched on this. You might have said this already, but you know, people probably wouldn't even thinking about if they would marry themselves for real. You know what I mean? The question came up. So now you on you know now you questioning yourself and I'm sure we got some people in there who you know might have an issue with perfection or wanting to be the best at something or something. So sometimes you might just bring out other emotions and people that they didn't even know you know was there just because the question was posed. Because I mean, who sits up and thinks about would I marry me? But it is a I mean, me? but if it, if it really me? is a good. I do. <laughs> Who, Winfrey, and who else? Mm-hmm. That's about it. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying. So some, I think maybe some, you know, emotions are, you know, things that that you never really thought about before, you know, would would come in, would come into play, um, or, or you know, you may start feeling some type of way um, about the situation that you never even thought of. But that's what mm-hmm. I mean. That's what changes people, though. That's what get, that's what motivates you to say, "Hey, that's interesting," or whatever. You know what I mean? So that even just having the conversation to me should help people uh, really start to be genuine 
with themselves. I am so tired of using real, <clears throat> but I think people need to start being genuine because maybe people can realize what being real is. Because I think a lot of people think the harsher that you say something, that makes you real. Really but that, to me, it, doesn't, it just makes you mean. It just makes you mean. Okay. Does it make you mean? Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. But if you're if okay. you if you're genuine, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I didn't mean to go down a rabbit hole, but it was calling me. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um. All right. Um. I guess we gotta go. We gotta move on, huh? But if anybody else to... wants to marry, if anybody else wants to marry me, feel free to uh, go on and uh, <laughs> put that on the phone. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you can reach her at www.walkboyal.com. <laughs> <laughs> and after you make a purchase, she'll know right. your name. Yeah, you will. She will contact you as soon as you buy a Kirby kit shirt. Right. She will definitely be in contact with you. It'll be real good to ask her what's her size so you can buy her right. an outfit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Contribute to the cause, player. Contribute. Right. And, then, and buy right, and tell her you're gonna buy a matching rent a big man shirt so y'all can be booed up you together. So we can match. There we go. There we go. Oh, we're going to kill Valentine's Day. Go ahead. Right. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. We're going to move to the next song real quick. Um, is um, Sovereign. Yeah, we got Marcus G. Morton, uh Sovereign next. And then we're going to come back. I mean, we're going to uh, kind of start to wrap this show up with some resolution. Or excuse me, with some um, best practices. So, Sovereign, Marcus G. Morton. We'll be right back on the scoop. There's no one like you, no one else beside you who can do the things you do. That's why we No one else can reign with power, strength, and glory. All the heavenly hosts proclaim.
All right, that was Sovereign by Marcus G. Morton. All right, we're going to move into, excuse me, into our solution part of the show. Um, so let's talk. All right, guys, so what are some, let's talk some best practices that you guys can think of uh, for people to um, be their new use in this new year. So we'll kick it off. We'll start with um, who we gonna start with. We gonna start with uh, Mr. Petty himself. Uh, we need to we need to figure out answers for what now we doing. Best practices to <laughs> be. Lord Jesus, look at the agenda, man. Um, <laughs> New New Year, New Year. So, how do you maintain the, the new, uh, was it resolutions or whatever, for the year? How do you maintain? Oh, that's them? easy, man. Totally easy. At some point, man, and I just got done typing it. At some point, folks got to stop lying to themselves. You are not as great as you think you are. Accept your flaws as much as you accept your greatness, and then maybe one day you'll be as great as you think you are. That's the problem with folks. They think they're way more super than what life really letting them see that they are. And once you start accepting your flaws as much as you accept the love that you have for yourself, you'll be a better person. But folks are so stuck on self that they don't see them flaws and can't nobody tell them nothing. Like, and I, I'm hand raised in the air. I used to be the exact same way. You couldn't tell me that there was stuff wrong with me. Now you got to coach me into believing that it's not stuff wrong with me. Because I'll point out my flaws way before somebody else get a chance to. I wear them, I fix them, I try to if I feel like they're actual problems. But other than that, look here. Like I said, wear your problems as proudly as you wear your your uh, your, your trophy belts and work them both. Nobody in this thing is perfect, so stop acting like you are. Accept your flaws. If somebody's been told you three times over in, in any situation, not just dating, that, you know, you got scared the flaws, Nine times out of ten, you got character flaws. Three different people from different walks of life ain't going to tell you the same thing, and it's all them. It's you. It's definitely you. So that, so how, yeah. does that, how does that help somebody, how does that help somebody be their, this new, their new selves or reach their resolution? Because if you're not lying to yourself, then you have attainable goals. If you're not lying to yourself and pumping yourself up to believe that you're He-Man when you really just He-Man before the sword. I forgot his real. What was He-Man name before the sword? Before he got buff, who is he? Well, same thing. You know what I'm talking about. You ain't, you ain't the buff He-Man. You the little one riding around with the cat before you get the battle mask. That's who you are. Be that and be happy to be that. Be the best that you can be because it will get you somewhere else. But, man, we have got to stop faking it. We got to. Because the us that we are are good enough. Everybody has to start from a learning plate. Nobody woke up great. Okay. What else? What else? You got anything? You got another one? It's still on me? I'm about to say, I thought I just wrote a book. Uh, what else, then? I guess we'll keep going, then. Uh, 
I don't know, man. Like I said, everything to me is really about honesty, man. Everything starts and ends with honesty. And the more honest you are, the more you get. Like, the more you reach, the more it comes to you. Like, the reason people miss out on stuff is because they're not being honest. You got to be, like I said, it, everything starts with honesty, be it with self, be it with business, be it with, you know, other folks. Honesty, honesty, honesty. You get way more when you're honest than you do when you're sitting up lying and trying to make yourself something that you're not. Because you're drawing a picture that people are going to expect you to live by and be that you can't live up to or be. Okay. Tell. So the question is the tools we can use to be for our new, new year, new you. Is that mm-hmm. what the question is? Yeah. Um, I guess I, my only addition, well, I ain't going to say only, but uh, one um, point that I think everybody could uh, benefit from is, you know, <clears throat> I think I wrote a, I wrote a little uh, statement out or a poster something in another group about experience and that this the word experience was like coming up everywhere I looked at the other day. And so I was thinking, I said, we brag about experience that we have in our jobs and in our careers and in our business so much. But what, what do you talk about that the experience with you, with yourself or your family or your community? Do you, are you using the experience that you have with yourself to make yourself better? Like you use the experience to make your company better and I think that just taking, you know, again, like uh, I said before, the self-reflection, taking, oh, bless you, taking uh, inventory of yourself and your feelings and your mentality, you know, just the whole inventory of what you have going on inside of you and using that to make yourself better. So, like, for, for instance, one thing I, I like, I found out that I like numbers. So I, and it, it probably hurts me in some situations, but I try to use a calculation more in, in the act that I do. So if I, you know, say I wanted to uh, read more books in a year, you know, it's not anything business, it's not anything special. I still use the same calculation that I use for my budget for my clothing line. So. I think just using every experience that we have in our lives and just using it to make ourselves better. Keisha? That's all I have. Okay. So, wait. These are what? um, Ways that we can better plan? What was it? Because the first thing, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, because I started thinking about vision boarding and uh, accountability partners, and so I guess I had a question, right? I really wish I could look at my face right now. No, I probably can. You're not lying. Yes, I am. <laughs> you got to repeat, yes, repeat the question. Uh, when like like Steve Harvey do all fa- on the family. Can you TV, repeat you the, question. repeat the question? At least I know other words. You know other words for mama, for mother. 
What are so? What are some best practices that a person can use um, to continue to be their new self? Consistency. It's not easy. I had to stop myself in the middle of a 30-day challenge because it was becoming redundant, so it wasn't what I wanted it to be, which stopped the consistent look. But if you don't know, you don't know what really was happening at that time. So being consistent is what will prevent you from losing the the uh, progress that you have to make. Mm-hmm. So to me, and that's hard. That's probably the hardest mountain that I have to climb is to just remain consistent. And not so consistent that you become, mon- like, mundane and boring or uh, the type of person that, oh, we know exactly what they're going to say, where they're going to go, how they're going to hit the note, how they're going to, you know. Not that. that That is boring. But I mean... Um, Active, regularly, in an engaging way, um, type of consistency. Because other than that, it's just, it won't have a real impact, not a long-lasting one. Just like it takes 90 days for um, any action to become a habit. So if you can try to practice something for 90 days, then you can more than likely Create that habit for yourself. And if it's something that has something to do with your goal, incorporate it every day for 90 days. It's not the easiest thing to do because when I tried it, even with self-care, good God, it was like I said self-care at 5 o'clock at 4.59 every day. The world would explode around me because I had specifically said 5 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So that's where it gets really hard when just life happens. And and do you stick to the consistency or do you let it fall by the wayside? So, you know, for me, again, it's still consistency. Did that answer yeah. your question? Okay. Yeah, I think I think you guys, the three of you, said some, some very cool things. I think for me, um, the number one thing that you can do, I have a kind of piggyback on – on uh, Takesha's point, and that, and that is whatever you whatever you set yourself to do, plan it, and no matter what, do it. I think one of the one of the things that the biggest obstacle to people maintaining whatever new thing that they're trying to do, the biggest obstacle is really their inability to shut out the white noise. Um, and what typically happens is. We either try to please somebody else, we try to put other people before us, we try to do, you know, we so we be, some, we allow something something to throw us off of our schedule, um, and some of us have real serious issues um, uh, um, doing things. You know, we think that we're being something is wrong if we're being selfish, um, and so we won't um, we won't go work out if. Our spouse is mad. We won't, you know, um, go to, you know, we won't go to the gym. Excuse me, we won't, you know, meal prep if it's going. You know, what I mean, like if to avoid a conflict. But it's like this is something 
that you needed to do to help improve yourself. And if you are doing the job in other areas, then you doing this thing for you um, is something that you should maintain. And the people around you, um, as much as possible, should move heaven and earth to do it for you. And so, again, now I'm saying this to say if it's something reasonable. If it's something unreasonable or, you, you know, then, then there's some, some gray in there. But, but in, if, we're, if we're talking about something like improving your health or growing your business, there's nothing wrong with saying I need an hour a night or an hour in the morning to just focus on my business and without interruptions. <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with that. And it is selfish, but this is that is the type of selfish and the type of consistency that is necessary to do anything or to move um, or change any type of mindset. You have to be that level of consistent, even to the point of pissing other people off. And until you're able to do that, you will never accomplish certain levels of work or certain levels of greatness or certain levels of whatever. The other part of the things I would add is we got to learn how to learn when and how to cut people off. Um, there are some people, some of us, are, are, are going to miss out on a great um, change or great resolution because we refuse to um, let go of people who are not interested in seeing us progress. I don't care how long they've been around you or how long you've been around them. If you've got a goal that's good for yourself and they refuse to help you, then it is time to move to a new crowd of people who will encourage you to get to where you need to be, period, point, and blank. And some people are too committed to, to your past history with these people that you'll never get to your present promise, and that'll preach. And sometimes you got to learn how to, sometimes you got to learn how to just walk alone for a little while in order to get to where you want to get to. So, you know, and the truth of the matter is, Here's some here's an interesting truth, and this is something that I that 2016 has taught me nothing. Um, it taught me that you're going to be if you, when you get ready to do something great, you're going to be you're going to have to move from where you are um, to in order to do that. And everybody who is where you were is not going to understand this. So because they and they don't understand them under not understanding is not a bad thing. It's just that they don't see what you see. They don't see it. So my son, my four-year-old, does not understand why I tell him not to do certain things. So the other day it was snowing. We were walking outside. He was running up the stairs and getting ready to run out the door. He didn't see on the other side of the door that there was a huge patch of ice. He didn't see that. All he knew was that there was a door, there were stairs that he could run up, there was a door that he now is old enough to push and that he could run outside and he would be outside. But he didn't know that the moment he stepped outside on that concrete, there was a huge slab of ice that if, he, if I had not have grabbed him, he would have fallen and busted his head. And so the people who you're running with often are not going to see what you see, and you've got to be comfortable enough to say that if it takes me the next six months to be by myself, to work out by myself, to run this business by myself, to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning by myself, to get up and shoot extra jump shots by myself, to do, figure all this stuff out by myself, then guess what? That's what I'm going to do it by myself. And eventually what happens is God has a unique way 
of bringing us into a new area of people who will help us. But you got to go through it by yourself. Whatever, the doors of the church are open. Will there be quiet? Do it by yourself. Y'all want y'all want me to do uh, the A and B selection? Is that what y'all like now? <laughs> so I mean that's just what it is. That's just truth right there. Do it by yourself. So that's my opinion. Amen. So, yeah, do it by yourself. Do it by yourself. All right. Y'all got any other thoughts? Come on. Y'all got real questions. Um, do we have any other topics? That what you um, said? I, I said y'all have any other thoughts. Oh. No. I mean, I could just say sidebar. I'd like to thank Tex for letting me roast him today. He did a good job of being a welcome candidate. Never seen nobody wake up in the morning and decide they want to kick jokes and then don't kick no jokes back. You picked the right one, boy. <laughs> I like jokes. Well, did, were we just a part of a beef that you just called somebody out? Is this what a beef is? <laughs> No. Right. Are we in a beast? No. This is not a beast. <laughs> that boy didn't stand no right. chance. <laughs> I feel like Chris, didn't, didn't Chris Brown get into it somebody? Yeah, Chris Brown oh. was into it with uh, Karuchis and somebody else. Who is it? Karuchis uh-uh. and, uh, oh, Soldier Boy. He into it with Karuchis and Soldier Boy. Everybody into it with Soldier Boy, though. That ain't new. Well, why? Uh,. Because cocaine is a hell of a drug and he own it. <laughs> oh. Okay. I mean, that's the quickest way to sum it up. He went from a child star to a, uh, you know, Brookane keep his mouth closed. He always got something to say about something that's never relevant. And then when he does, you know, it kind of ends up in now he got a beef with somebody. How about have an album? Uh. Do that. Have right. I was wondering. Since that one song? Your job is to make music. He doing? Has he done anything since the one song? Has he done anything after Soldier Boy up in it? I mean, a little bit. You know, he had songs with Bow Wow and stuff like that. But for the most part, you can't really tell that his songs. He's more of a producer. Yeah, you don't remember uh, Marco Polo? It was out when we was in college. That was Soldier Boy. Uh, <laughs> he did hit me on well, my you phone. Know, you know, we been in college. That he, was that a few years ago. Yeah, I'm telling you, it, it was a long lifetime yeah, like, ago. I ain't trying to. It was a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's he's in destitute of a hit. <laughs> Bruh needs a song. Okay. Oh yeah, speaking of things, that's what it was. He sang Kiss Me Through the Phone too. That was his last yes, one. Kiss Me oh, Through the I Phone. I said something on the phone. Kiss Me Through the Phone is what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I knew what's up with the phone. Yeah, he need to go and hang it up through the phone. <laughs> All right, bruh's done done. But yeah, you know what, Winfred, I did have a thought on um on the when you walking alone or or when you're saying you may end up with a new crowd. So how how do you how have you been put in that situation and how do you um 
how do you go ahead and move from that crowd? Because everybody don't just leave you alone because you're trying to leave them alone. Um, yeah, I've been there before. I've been there a couple times, actually. Um, what do you do? I mean, where you at? I'm sorry. Are you asking like, how do you? Just well, I was saying. Yeah, I mean, how do you like say for instance, if it's, if it's a, a you know a close person or a good friend or a family member? I mean, how do you remove yourself from them if they won't remove, if they won't leave? Well, I think I think you know what. Uh, there's a couple of ways you could do it. Number one, I think would be um, I think one way to do it is it's like this. It's not even so much removing them. If you you could do it this way. If you just get busy doing whatever it is that you're supposed to do, sometimes they go away automatically because you're so, you're too mm-hmm. busy. And so when I say too busy, I mean like like where you normally would sit up at you know in two or three hours a night talking to them on the phone. You ain't got time for that. So when they call, you just ain't answering mm-hmm. because you're too busy doing whatever it is that you got to do. Um, or you know, if they're family members or something like that, you know, that might that's worth the conversation. In both of these, they're worth the conversation. You know, listen, I'm not, you know, I'm not um, ignoring you. It's just that there are some things that we just, you know, we I gotta just I got stuff I gotta do, and I really just don't have mm-hmm. the space or the capacity to continue to do this. I've got people. I'm not being funny. There were there was a time, but there were people who I was talking to, and I would be sitting on the phone listening to them talk, and I'm going. Why am I talking to these people? They are like, why are we talking? Like, why are we friends? Like, how did we ever maintain a friendship this long? And it's not again. Yeah. It's not that they were bad. It's just that you moved, and that's okay. Like, you moved, and because you moved, you got to realize that that's that you just are on some new stuff, and that's okay. Like, that's okay. I don't hate you. I don't, you know. I appreciate the memories. I'm not gonna. Di- I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't. Believe that whole seasons, reasons, and all lifetime. No, I just think that maybe I'm just got something else to do right now. The goal, hopefully, is that at some point they will, you know, see your perspective and maybe step up into that same place that you are. Um, and so y'all could do it. You know, y'all could rock together again, and that's fine. If not. It's not that big of a deal. Like our relationship is not just about, you know, our relationship is is, is something that's supposed to be mutually beneficial. So I'm probably not mm-hmm. serving you as well if this is what I'm doing. Just like you're not probably not serving me, and we're just both so happy or so used to being BFFs that you know we just refuse to make make the change. So let's just make the change and. I'm still going to support you. I just don't have as much time anymore. I, I might still hang out with you. I just don't have two hours to sit up at, at, on the weekends you know, or a night and gossip about love and basketball. You know, it's just I, you're just not there anymore. And so it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I think you just do it. You just say, look, I just don't have it anymore. I can't do it right now. It's nothing that, you know, it ain't nothing personal. I just can't do it right now. Or you just go ahead and do it, and they get the point. And sometimes they don't get. Sometimes they get it and they mad. It's okay. It's okay. I've literally had to learn how to be comfortable with people being mad at me. Uh. 
even wait, wait, let me say this. You even have to learn at some point you gotta learn how to get comfortable with people being mad at you that you've done absolutely nothing to. Or <laughs> try to help. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to help Man, you been that ain't to my much phone conversation. No. Oh, he called, he I was listening to my phone conversation. I swear I had this same conversation with somebody maybe a day ago. I was telling them, look, I'm not arguing with folks in 2017. If you don't like what was said and you're not happy about it, I'll hear you out to hear that you didn't like it. But after that, I'm not entertaining the conversation. I'm just not going to do it. And uh, what else? In the immaculate words of Kiki Shepherd, you want to know how you get away from folks? You just go, 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 go. That's what you do. You go. You get away from it. Keep it moving. No point in sticking around. Just keep it moving. Folks will find their way back to you if they're supposed to be there. If they ain't, oh, well. Your new set of yeah. friends were. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. And the other part is here, here is something I'd say, too. If you do make that, make that transition, don't spend your time, like, don't spend your time upset or mad or talking about them. Just. Do what you gotta do. Like you got, you have a goal. You have a focus. And and actually, let me say this. Actually, you should want to do better so you are in the position to help them once they realize what what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because because if this is your family member, I love you. So I love you, and that's not gonna change. Or if it's somebody, I love you, and that's not gonna change. But I, right now, we gotta separate ourselves. And once you're ready, or once you're ready to do this, or once you like, like there are some things. And I think, for example, like. Keisha's been trying to get me to do some stuff health wise that I refuse to do. And Lord. and but the moment but the moment <laughs> that I'm ready to do it, she's like, Come on, I got you. And it's not it's because she had to go ahead and do what she had to do and I still wanted to eat regular chicken all the time. So, <laughs> so I mean it's the truth. So you just have to be honest with yourself and where you are. So all right, let's we gotta go because we only got four minutes left. And I still got to give these these um, money making moves for 2017. So I uh, so let's yeah go on the cruise. So go ahead. That will be your first money yeah. making move. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yes, go on the cruise. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's how you got my back right there. That's what you do. <laughs> go on the cruise. Yes. You want to tell me, you want to tell them about the cruise. Pay your deposit. Oh. I'm sorry. The Global Drive Network is taking it global September 15th through the 18th. We are going on a wonderful cruise with Norwegian. All alcohol is included, people. Jump on this. Hello. Um, Interior and ocean view cabins are available. There is a lot of documentation all over the place. If you just look up the Scoop Cruise, you might find it um, in the uh, search Facebook bar. Um, You'll find a lot of information, and uh, Winfrey is really, really good about posting every single solitary thing that we've come up with. It is wonderful. (laughs) It is outstanding if you are able to read that information, and um, then we can answer any additional questions that you have about that cruise. Um. Yeah, and we've even made it so that if you can't come up with the full deposit, 
um, but you can come up with a $50 deposit by the 7th, um, which is this Saturday. Hello, yes, 7th, yes. Go and get your, I was about to say, go get a payday loan. Don't do it, don't do it, especially with the money that's for challenge. But I'm Please just saying, um, get the uh, get the, get the $50. Send us the fifty dollars so we know you want us to actually hold your room, and then we'll make that extra thirty-five just a part of your regular payment plan for the next five months. Um, yeah, yes, to, please. Yeah, if you need the join link, us. I put the link on my page so that anybody who has uh, who needs it can get it. So, alrighty, September fifteenth through the eighteenth, definitely do that. Let me get these ten. Ten ways to make um, your money move in 2017. Let me give those. We're going to go off the air, but if you guys keep listening, you'll still be able to hear it, so don't go anywhere. So here we go. Number ten, number one, uh, the number one way, uh, excuse me, the number ten way to do it is to go to a cash-only spending system. Put away those debit cards. That will help you to uh, make a big difference. Most of us don't really pay attention when we swipe. Let's swipe. Number two, at the end of the day, Put all of your change and dollar bills into a container. Um, this is a one way that you can, easy way, that you can build up um, a savings account or just build up um, some extra, one extra savings account. Number three, meal prep. Um, not just meal prep, but meal prep and take the savings um, and invest it. Number four, clothes swapping. Um, so, ladies, I know you all have those dresses that you only wear one time and don't want to wear it again because somebody took a picture of you in it. Um, fellas, I know you got those suits that you only want don't only want to wear every so often. Um, go ahead and find people who wear your size and do a swap instead of buying new clothes. Of course, get them dry clean. Um, number five, buy life insurance that is not a part of your job. That uh, will definitely help you make that will help build, excuse me, will build your, um, make this a money move that you need to make. Um, if you don't know how much you need to get, then we can have that conversation at another time, but definitely buy life insurance um, in 2017. Number six, coupon. You want a coupon. It is an awesome and excellent way to save money um, and then take the savings um, from couponing. Um, and you can use an app called Stash, that's Stash, S-T-A-S-H, or you can go to ShareBuilder.com and begin to invest your money into, invest your money. Both ShareBuilder and Stash are low-cost investment options that um, you can use. Um, their fees are low, um, and they've got plenty of information to help you know what type of mutual funds um, or different accounts that you are investing in. Number seven, create and keep a budget. Create and keep a budget. It is amazing how many people do not have a budget. A budget is not something that you create at the end of your money, but at the beginning so you can assign your money a location. Um, when you get paid, you should already know where your money is going to go. Not It shouldn't already be spent, meaning it should already have been spent, but you should know where you're going to spend it. Um, so create a budget. If you need help doing that, I recommend Mint.com. Mint, M-I-N-T.com is a great resource to do that. It's a desktop app as well as a Android and iPhone app. Number eight, add another stream of revenue from something that you already do. So if you 
um, are whatever it is that you do. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. So if you are somebody like um, who, who, uh, who, who, I don't know. Let's use Kelly. Kelly, who's good with numbers, then you would create. You could possibly create your own uh, bookkeeping company because there are a lot of business owners who need somebody to do bookkeeping. So you can do that at night for a small business owner and possibly add some additional revenue from something that you are already doing. Number nine, sell stuff that you are not using. Many of us have a load of crap that we just don't use that's sitting in your attics, that's sitting in your garage. But we have these, this wonderful place called eBay, another place called uh, Facebook now has a marketplace that you can put and sell things on, then you have places, a place called Craigslist. You can put things on those three places and make money off of those things that you are not using. Um, number nine, um, excuse me, that was number nine. Uh, so number 10 is you can learn um, or improve on an area or a skill that will demand that you are paid a higher salary. For example, if you work somewhere that um, – that something like Microsoft Excel um, is something that you currently use, but you only use it at a beginner level, take a class or two so you can become an expert at it, and then you can either demand a higher salary for your, from your current job or you are now, have now made yourself more marketable to go out to and find another job. Um, so those are ten ways that you can make a money difference. You can make money moves in 2017. Y'all got quiet. Y'all can talk. It's okay. Don't work. Easy enough. Kel, Michelle, y'all cool? I think they all know. Yeah. Y'all yeah. Cool? Y'all yeah. Cool? Yeah. 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 Be even pettier in 2017, man. Take it to a whole nother level. Go a little savage with it. You know what I'm talking about? Be petty and savage. Put it all together and make a pet savage sandwich. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You about to have a whole bunch of people single listening to you. Don't be listening to me. I'm trying to to tell you, I'm I'm, I'm trying to have 20 phone numbers in my phone total by the end of the year. We going ham this year. Real (laughs) Capital G. Oh, wow. Keisha, what's your uh, your final word? Well, I would just say be a better you. I would hope the better you did not mean more than pity, but if it means more pity, do whatever makes you happy. <laughs> but strive for real. Make it a habit to be a better you. Try it for 90 days. Seriously. Okay. Kels, again, thanks for being our special guest tonight, and um, we appreciate you. What's your, um, what's your final words for tonight? Kevin, Jonathan, Kevin, get. Doesn't go. She don't hang up on us. All right. All right. My final words, of course, are make sure you guys um, uh, pay for your cruise. 
We got uh, a couple of days left before the deadline, January 7th. Um, again, I appreciate you guys, Keisha, Cuzzo, Kale, for joining tonight. Um, don't forget tomorrow we got the word on Wednesday. Uh, with Pastor Burns, he is starting his starting uh, new series tomorrow, so you want to tune in at seven o'clock. And also, don't forget on Thursdays we've got the, um, the Queen Conversations. Uh, and then yesterday, if you guys missed yesterday's show of um, the Soul Cafe, um, there was an excellent discussion um, on homosexuality in the church. Um, so Tina and Tamara did. I'm talking about an amazing job um, with that. And so if um, you missed that, definitely check out the podcast replay. So, all right, with that said, guys, have a good night. Uh, get some rest, and we're going to be back at it tomorrow. Make tomorrow great, um, and we go back at it. So we appreciate you for supporting Global Job Network and the Scoop. Have a good night, and God bless.